So have you heard about the new purple cow? It's called Byte, B-Y-T-E. Two weeks ago, the purple cow was TikTok. And before that, it was, I don't know, Instagram. Twitter kind of hit a rebound. Things change super fast. Follow the attention and you will follow your talent pool. I represent an organization that may be able to help. It's my job. It's my job. It's my job. It's my job. What if I told you we can give you abilities most men only dream of? It's my job. Recruitment. 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 Okay, so what is bite? First off, you spell it B-Y-T-E. It's not B-I-T-E, it's B-Y-T-E. And if you are familiar at all with a little app called Vine, which was eventually acquired by Twitter and basically shut down, uh, then you are also probably familiar with a guy named named Dom Hoffman, D-O-M. So he created Vine, uh, sold it to Twitter, and uh, on Friday of last week, he formally released Byte, B-Y-T-E, uh, on uh, Apple iOS and Android. It was in beta uh, for, I guess, a number of months. I'm not sure exactly. Um, it showed up, honestly, uh, as a bullet point in the morning brew, which um, I get every single morning. And uh, I was reading it, and I was like, Byte, Dom Hoffman, really? This could be interesting. Uh, comparing it to TikTok because essentially TikTok is Vine with a gazillion bells and whistles, right? Um, and, uh, and of course, longer video. Uh, what Dom has done is basically released Byte, which is essentially Vine, uh, six-second videos, very similar, but it falls more in line with the, the new TikTok. Um, so people are like, this is the American version of and competitor to TikTok, which I think probably will have quite a draw because I think there are a ton of people who just kind of sucked it up and were like, I'm going to jump on TikTok. Everybody's supposed to be on TikTok right now, despite the kind of, um, you know, issues with China and the politics about that. And um, I think a lot of people just jumped on and just were like, okay, so China's going to know all the silly stuff about me and my business. Uh, so I'm just going to jump on. Um, but now there's this American version, or I guess Dom is, I don't know if he is or not, frankly. Anyway, it's a US-based app, or at least it's available in the US. It kind of comes from this side of the planet, I guess you could say. I'm probably digging myself a political hole right now. Anyway, my whole point in saying all of this to you is that Byte all of a sudden has become very important. It was released on Friday, last Friday. It is now January 29th, Wednesday. Um, I jumped on, uh, Hey, and I will, I will say I jumped on, I was on literally 45 minutes before Gary Vaynerchuk. Cause I went around checking. I even created a funny little video about the fact that I was looking for Gary on bite. And I think it was by eight 30 that morning. Um, I checked again and sure enough, there he was, uh, the account has yet to post anything. Uh, he's probably got a mountain of people who are trying to figure out how to maximize bite. 
Um, what's interesting I'm finding about Byte is that you can you can create your video, download it to your phone, and then because there are no like there's no music, there's no text, there's no anything really. It's just the video. You can take that video and then create your TikTok and add all your music. So you're 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 taking one piece of content and you're spreading it between two additional platforms, right? Um, anyway, my whole point in saying all this is that. Um, you, the people who are going to possibly be applying or even thinking about your jobs, your company, your culture, your mission, all of that, they're consumers. They're consumers. Every single second of the day, they are consuming something, whether they're at the grocery store, the bookstore, they're consuming something at work, they're on their phone, they're consuming blog posts, they're consuming the news, they're consuming funny videos on TikTok and Instagram and Insta Stories and Facebook and Facebook Stories and Twitter and LinkedIn, right? And their attention is constantly moving around. There are what billions of people on Facebook and those same people are on Instagram. And when you post to Instagram, you could automatically post to your Facebook page. So all these people are on all the same platforms for a variety of different reasons. My uh, suggestion is pay attention to where the attention is and you will follow your talent pool. These are the people that you're probably going to be trying to reach out to the most. And you're like, well, TikTok, it's just like, it's a bunch of kids and like college people. And I know there's some celebrities that are posting on there now. And a lot of adults have kind of jumped on there, but I'm not sure my audience is there. Your audience is there. And those college kids are going to be graduating in the next couple of years. And they're going to be looking for jobs. And if you're on there and if they're following you, they're, they're going to be paying attention to the content that you're posting because Nine times out of 10, when people go looking for jobs, they're going to try to find you on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and they're going to look at what you're posting and consider your mission because that's what people care about now. The data is out there. There are a gazillion white papers, a ton of McKinsey research that all says the same thing, that people are more interested in mission and vision and values and what you're about than they are about their own paycheck. Money's important, but they believe in mission. And so these people are going to be following you, try to understand what your mission and your vision is. All right, that's part one. Part two of this is voice. I haven't posted anything about voice because I was like, I need to give you a break because I'm always talking about voice. Voice is massive. This is huge. I know I've been saying it a lot, but it's... 2020, I really believe, is going to be a big year. Is it going to be the breakout year for voice? remains to be seen. Time will tell. The market will The market will tell us. Um, but I would say at this point, it is definitely looking like that. Uh, CES, uh, the big tech event that took place in early January, um, massive amounts of voice-enabled assistance, everything from cars to TVs to your bed to your toothbrush, Um, There's over 100 million Alexa-enabled devices right now. Google is planning to pre-install Google Assistant AI into an estimated 1 billion devices. Did did you hear that? 1 billion devices. Uh, Something really interesting. Um, So I have an old car and, you know, anyway, (laughs) I won't tell you how old it is. Um, but of course I've got Spotify on my phone 
It only has a DVD player and, of course, the radio. It, it doesn't have all the Bluetooth stuff. Um, so I went on Amazon and I got this little thing. You stick it in your cigarette lighter and uh, you tune it to a station. It picks up the Bluetooth. And now I can listen to all my Spotify music uh, in my car. Super simple. Um, it cost me, I don't know, 10 bucks for this little thing. It's from a company called JBL. What's really interesting is JBL now has what they call the link drive. Same type of thing. You plug it into your cigarette lighter. Uh, you Bluetooth it, but it has Google Assistant installed. You don't have to have anything super special. You dial it in, and now you've got Google Assistant in your car. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not kidding you. When they say one billion devices, this is the kind of stuff they're talking about. It's going to be in everything. Uh, the Sonos smart speaker started out with Alexa. It now has Google Assistant in it. So if you've got a Sonos speaker, you can get Alexa as well as Google Assistant in the Sonos speaker. Um, the other two big things, obviously, auto is taking a huge interest in voice assistant because it's hands-free stuff, right? While you're driving. Um, Lamborghini. It will come, the, the new models will come with pre-installed Amazon Alexa in the car. You don't have to buy a separate device or anything. It's just going to come with Alexa in the Lamborghini. And then Rivani, same thing, pre-installed Alexa devices in the car. Um, you can get Alexa <laughs> in your bed so that you can just say, uh, play music. Uh, you can set a timer to wake you up. It's in your bed. You don't need a clock. You don't... Damn, you don't even need an Echo Dot. It's just in your bed. Um, my my suggestion to everyone, if you are in talent acquisition or if you are in recruiting, if you're in executive recruiting, you need to be paying close attention to where the attention is. If consumers themselves are sharing information about a brand or an organization, then the brand has clearly captured their attention. You get their attention by grabbing their attention, <laughs> by being where they're at, and they are on voice. Most households in America have up to three voice assistants in their home, right? Their living room, their kitchen, their bedroom, and then their kids probably have one. My daughter has an Amazon Alexa in their dorm room. 51% of people listen to podcasts, and most listen to five or more in a week. 52% of them listen to the entire podcast. Get a podcast. This is where people are living. In fact, there was some data that came out last, uh, last week, in fact, and I'm drawing a blank. I can't remember where I saw it. My apologies. I'll dig and see if I can find this, and I'll post it on LinkedIn and um, see if I can add it to the show notes on this. Um, but listenership of the radio in your car is going down because people are listening to podcasts rather than listening to the radio in their car. I, that's, that's true for me. I'm either listening to music on Spotify or I'm listening to a podcast. 54% um, of people in the U.S. have used a voice assistant and I really think things like uh, hearables, wearables, auto is really going to be driving the adoption of the voice assistants because you will be able to take that little friend, that new little artificial intelligence friend, with you anywhere. And uh, listen, I'm going to give, I'm going to um, talk uh, real quick about my career fit, mainly because I am seeing this occur myself. Right? I launched this thing in June. I had this idea. 
Not all 100% sure if it was going to work, but I built it, built the use case. People were using it. I had people say this is a great idea. It solves a problem. It makes it easier. It's kind of disruptive, frankly. Um, and I'm seeing this. I, I'm, when I look at the numbers on this thing, I'm, I'm seeing that I'm seeing the same thing. My podcast, the My Career Fit Podcast, we are just about at 4,500 downloads. Uh, each episode averages about 60 to 70 episodes. Um, I've got huge companies like Quicken, um, Coke Industries, Xerox Business Solutions Southwest. Um, I've had on uh, on the My Career Fit Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. I'm uh, close to 850 listens. That's I've got 40 plus episodes right now, about 15 to 20 different companies that are using it. Um, and it's continuing to gain traction and momentum. So I'm seeing this uptick consistently. Uh, every 30 days, I'm close to 70 to 100 uh, people who are invoking the My Career Fit skill on Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. Follow the attention. It is attention marketing, my friends. Um, this is where we're headed. If you are in talent acquisition, if you are in recruitment, you need to follow the attention and that is where you are going to find your talent pool. All right, have a good one. See ya.